Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply finally getting the bad guy in, in dark horse thank you oh my gosh we're gonna do the bad guy mm-hmm. all right so i'm going first this time i hope it's an evil horse yes <laughs> the villain of dark horse. the villain of dark horse needs to be an evil horse or i do not care um all right and now i am drinking some coffee a little bit of asmr for our listeners <laughs> Hi, I'm Becca. Pronouns they then theirs. And I'm Josie. Pronouns whatever the fuck. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. It's a podcast here yeah. on By the Cover. It's a deep dive into Amazon book reviews, which should be very shocking for our listeners, presumably by like what? We're in our 50s now? Yeah, you and I in our 50s. The 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 podcast of of episodes. Yeah, I think we must be getting pretty close. Um You produced a lot of content. We've made some shit. Um well, we're just we're just so pleased that you're here. Um and finally Without a mask on. Oh Becca, my gosh. I can see your face we've, for the first time. We've literally been maskless, like, between, between each other this whole time. Like, No, we, I've never seen your face ever. This is like a weird romance thing where, like, I, I, never, I never saw their face. And then when I saw it the first time, it was like, whoa. Do you remember when, like, three months before the pandemic, we came up with, a uh, a fantasy culture where they did view the lower half of their face as like the most like sensual like part of their body and so everyone did cover their mouth and nose. Yeah, this is like completely a joke that we made up well before the pandemic. And yeah, and now it's very funny because that's now the joke going on now. Just is, like our is, life. Um, our is, life is, is our the life. joke. But yes, the CDC has finally admitted that they've been lying about masks this whole time. I was about to say, I saw a TikTok that suggested that like some of the deep dive into the evidence is still a little bit like, you should still wear a mask and socially you distance. Should, you should probably still wear a mask and socially distance a little bit. This is our quick little PSA. Listen to signs cautiously. Um, still do it a little bit. This is the thing. Like- I haven't been, I haven't gotten like really sick sick 
in a very long time. Yeah, no. Listen, I'm loving the flu-free cold free life i i've been because i work in a feeder department i have gotten strep every single year that we have been in session usually once in this fall and once in the spring because um i'm one of those annoying people now ever since actually josie gave me strep the first time um i (laughs) i have been one of those annoying people who if somebody's like i have strep i'm like mother i'm gonna have strep now cool amazing um but I, I haven't gotten it this so. season, which so. I love. Yeah, no, we were specifically discussing how, like, I used to go to, like, doctors and pharmacies, the place where people are, like, broadcasting how sick <laughs> they are without a mask on. So, um, but yes, no, it's nice to know, again, like I said, the CDC finally admitted their lies about <laughs> about the efficacy of masks. I saw, so <laughs> so there was somebody commenting this on is, one of these, like... Joke. You understand that, right? Yes, okay. Um. That somebody was commenting on one of the many articles about the new CDC decision. Um, and they were like, somebody behind me in the grocery store wasn't wearing a mask and they coughed. And then somebody else commented on them. You never cared before. So why do you now? And everyone was like, I did care before and I do care now. And I don't like it. <laughs> like, I still don't like when people <laughs> cough on me. I it feels disrespectful. love it. <laughs> Um, no, I just, I can't imagine the number of people that I have shared air with, you know, like I've breathed in their breath. It's so personal. Gross. Disgusting. Um, anyway, so, uh, do you want to share another type of miasma? Some of your brain miasma? Yeah. So here's time for my brain miasma. I, um, I don't know. I guess it's actually more like the Amazon, Amazon's brain miasma. Um, I've I've actually come up with a new a new audio to intro this, uh-huh. um, and so I actually went ahead and pre-recorded it. I and believe so, that. and sent yep. it over to to Mike. So Mike, if we can if we can play that intro audio right now. It's from the mouth of babes. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Where did you find this sick baby? <laughs> Crying for you. Are they okay? Yeah, that was actually uh, some Foley work that I did with a child. Um, <laughs> um, if you have a kid who was last seen in pink and black stripes. Uh, what the fuck are you saying? I didn't steal a baby for the podcast. An imaginative story of amazing food weather that inspired the hit movie. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Is a favorite of grown-ups and children everywhere. I fucking love this book. It's a great book. Um, the tiny town of Chew and Swallow was very much like any other tiny town, except for its weather, which came three times a day, at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But it never rained rain, and it never snowed snow, and it never blew just wind. It rained things like soup and juice. It snowed things like mashed potatoes. And sometimes the wind blew in storms of hamburgers. Life for the townspeople was delicious until the weather took a turn for the worse. Is this okay? So, is Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs actually about climate change? No, because they can just like leave. That's like the solution is they, they leave the island. 
and go somewhere well, else. Well, we're talking about going to Mars right now. So. That's fair. <laughs> but they didn't do anything that caused this. The movie added like well, we the weird scientists we with the, the dumb context. Eyes. I'm just saying, no, like, just changes. Don't stop bringing your politics into my <laughs> pure children's books. Um, this doesn't have to get political. It's that the food got larger and larger, and so did the portions. It's actually about American gluttony. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Isn't chew- there like a like a like a guy with a belly on the cover? Like he's just like a cozy looking grandma, grandpa. Yeah. Yeah, that is the cover. Yep. So they're fine. They're fine. Chew and Swallow was plagued by damaging floods and storms of huge food. I'm telling it's destroying you. Destroying their town. No, they didn't cause it. You don't know. Uh, the town was a mess and the people feared for their lives. Something had to be done and in a hurry. Again, they make a sailboat out of giant food and they sail away. Yeah. Meg gives five stars. A must have for your library. I love this book and remember it fondly from my childhood. I bought it and read it to my daughter every day. She isn't old enough to care or understand, but she listens and looks at the pictures so I like to think. I like this idea of this like jaded two-year-old that's like looking at their mom and just kind of like pats them on the leg. Like you're doing a great this is, job. This is really nice. I don't care or understand. <laughs> um, I like to think that one day she will covet it as much as I did. Covet. Yeah, you know how when you you teach your child one of the deadly sins. (laughs) I highly recommend adding this to your children's book collection. So that they can call it their precious. I had the same thought. (laughs) Mother, where's the cloudy with a chance of meat bars? Where did you put it, mother? I want it. It's like that Bob's Burgers sound that's floating around on TikTok a lot lately. Oh, hello, Mom. What are you doing with my stuff? Hello. <laughs> um, yes, that, that TikTok sound. Uh, 40 Winks gives this five stars. A modern 40 classic. Links? 40 Winks. 40 oh. Winks. W-N-K-S. I thought it was going to be a fun joke, like fun play, like a fun internet play on 40 Winks. 40 uh, no. links. N- no, 40 winks. Okay, cool. Or, or maybe 40 wong. For, 40 WNKS. There's technically not a, a vowel. W-N-K-S. I just kind of threw it in there. Oh. So it could be 40 wanks. A modern classic. <laughs> what about so- 40 wonks? Um, yeah, but, but, but wonks isn't a masturbation joke. Yeah, so. but it's a funnier word. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. So happy that this book is still being printed, smiley face. <laughs> this was my absolute favorite book as a child. Glad the libs haven't gotten to this one. <laughs> um, you you are trying to with your climate change agenda. <laughs> um, climate change is real. We need to do something about our ecosystems. The storyline is unique and original. Does not talk down to a child's level and so very enjoyable to be read by adults also. However, it's the illustrations that truly make this book a true treasure. Correct. Each page is filled 
edge to edge with the most detailed illustrations in an (laughs) yeah no borders (laughs) zero margins in an artistic crosshatch style you can tell true passion was given to this book when it was written back in the 1970s and yeah the illustrations are a little bit dreary I think it had such like but a so beautiful nice. like feeling to it though. Like there's like even from the beginning there's kind of this sense of melancholy about it. And so like when when the town gets destroyed and they have to leave, like I don't know, there's something kind of I don't know, tonally appropriate about it and also like I don't know, whimsical and interesting, which is why, like, I think it's too bad that the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs movie didn't commit to, like, a more unique style overall. And instead kind of, like, I mean, the animation style itself is different from its peers, but, like, still kind of in the same vein of, like, 3D animation now. Very much a DreamWorks um, style of animation. It it was DreamWorks, right? I think so. Um, No, and... I think they were just interested in doing an entirely different story with the same premise, you know? Yeah. And that's fine. Um, speaking of which, uh, this person's actually um, 40, 40 winks, 40 wonks has added a double parenthetical. So I'll try to honor a double parenthetical. Okay. A d- so a parenthetical inside a parenthetical? That's right. If you've seen the movie by the same title, but have not read the book, please give this book a chance. The creators of the movie took some creative liberties <laughs> and went off in a completely different direction. In my opinion, the movie was off-putting because of my love for the original storyline and illustrations. Where was the parenthetical? The, no, the whole thing was a parenthetical inside a parenthetical. Oh, the there's whole, so that the original a, the whole thought thing was a parenthetical. A, the whole thing was a double parenthesis. That whole section I just read. I'm confused. Can I see it? It's like a parenthetical, but they use two parentheses on oh, each end. Oh, so it's like really disclaiming it. In Sorry, like, I was expecting it to be like an inception. Like there's a parenthetical thought, and then there's another parenthetical thought buried inside of the parenthetical thought. No, no that's why I'm talking like this. See, if it was a parenthetical, I would kind of talk like this. And this is kind of a parenthetical voice. But this, this is how you know. This is how you know it's We've two deeper. parentheses. <laughs> okay, but I was expecting us to be deep and then go deeper. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry we can't go deep enough for you. Mrs. Dela gives four stars. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> Does anyone listen anymore? <laughs> um, four stars from Mrs. Dela. Misprint. My book came printed backwards. If you open the book correctly, the pages are upside down and start at the end of the book. You have to begin reading by flipping book upside down and open from the back. Flipping book upside down. Hey, that's unique. This was not part of the description. (laughs) I was not expecting it to be a puzzle book experience. And had not been discounted. We love the story, but for little readers who are learning how to use a book, this is a bit... Well, backwards. <laughs> However, I would highly recommend the story itself. My four-year-old son adores this story, which is why we had to buy a copy to keep at home. Mrs. Dela, you're just training your child to read manga. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, gotta get them started early. <laughs> gotta get them started early. Um, I have some suggestions. Tomb. 
or maybe Tom B, but it's one word with a capital B at the end. Toomba. Toomba gives three stars. Not what I expected. Had to read the book twice before getting a handle on what was going on. Really? Really didn't love it and was hesitant to read it to my three-year-old granddaughter. She smiled a little and asked some questions, so there were some positives, but overall it didn't hold her attention the way I expected from other reviews. Jeez. It's going to be a rough time. Any children's book when an adult reads it is like, I wasn't quite sure. (laughs) Had to go again. Didn't get it. Didn't understand. Lily's mom gives three stars. Okay. My kids are scared of the drawing. Oh, no. Just read once and done for the school reading assignment. And No Name gives one star. Great book, but don't like how thin it is. Way too paper thin. Flimsy. Get the hardcover instead. Great book, but don't like how thin it is. And that's right. Here on By the Cover, we are body shaming thin books. <laughs> God. Get more pages in you, you book. We'll cut down another I tree. I can't support this. E- eat a tree. It's a, it's, what a funny joke. What a funny joke. Um, wow. That's it. That's it? That's all you got? Yeah. Wow. Um, so if you want a cloudy, if you want to, if you want a chance of advertising, we got there. (laughs) Yikes. Come to Rogue Media and listen to the Private Hip Hop Podcast. Oh, we're back. Here we are. Um, uh, so I've got a hand me my readers Amazing. segment. Um, I found this reader while uh, looking up for another segment, and uh, okay. I'm very excited. Um, they are a top contributor in multiple areas, Ooh. and so what I'm going to do with this is I'm going to let you listen to the reviews and then you can figure out what you think this person mm-hmm. is a top contributor in. Okay. Are they are we gonna be getting books though? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, so yes. these are all book reviews. Yes, these are all book reviews. Okay. Uh today we are going with the reader and reviewer Scott Flower. Um they are ranked number three hundred and seventy-five in the reviewers, so they're doing oh, wow. quite well for yeah. themselves. Um, That's a coveted position. They have eight thousand eight hundred and twenty-three helpful votes and two thousand one hundred and eighty-four reviews overall. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Scott Flower gave this book three stars. Not as good as Bear Feels Sick. <laughs> This book was not as good as its predecessor, titled Bear Feels Sick. 
This author tried to keep the same flow of that book and repeated Bear's Luth's tooth, just like they repeated the phrase, Bear feels sick in the previous book. However, that phrase just did not seem to have the same charm or emotion of its predecessor. I think finding a different phrase would greatly improve the book, which I love the idea mm-hmm. that we're supposed to improve this book over, like, well, with a different phrase. Yeah, well, yeah, because Bear feels sick. Easy, simple. Bear lose tooth? Now we're talking about Bear's dismemberment. Bear's loose tooth. Bear's loose tooth. Yes. Or loose tooth. Loose, loose. Loose tooth. Loose tooth. <laughs> In this episode, we find out Josie and Becca cannot say loose. Um, I I like to I like to think of this podcast as maybe um two aliens who are trying to <laughs> learn human language without revealing to the other that they're both a- that I they're an alien. I just also look. Bear feels sick. Like has charm. Mm. Yeah. Something about illness is really charming to me. Overall, the images were lovely, and my son loves Bear and her friends. My son specifically asked for this book, and I am sure it will work for when the time comes. I have not found another loose tooth book to pick up, so this is what we will use. We will use this one. (laughs) When I have to teach my, my, my son about his changing body. Um, Specifically, so unfortunately, I've done a very poor job here. I have not actually saved any of the titles <laughs> for these reviews. So we're just gonna go into a vacuum. We're just gonna keep on going through yeah. the the body. Yeah. So two star, nothing special. This book is nothing special. Read it at a library, but did not spend the money to purchase it. We preferred sniff, munch, lick. <laughs> what? Um, you know. This other book got three stars. Relatable. This book had relatable characters to our family, even down to the corgi. This book's illustrations were done well and were engaging. However, the writing did not live up to the artwork. Overall, it's just okay. I'm so glad that there's corgi representation um, happening in in children and families books. Like right. it's something that was really been missing. It's it's much it's much missed. Uh, okay, two stars unnecessarily scary to equal sign his book is unnecessarily scary this is not the kind of quality that i expect from a top 500 reviewer yeah to his book goodness is unnecessarily scary and makes children not want to go campering if you have sensitive children this is not the book for you we travel a lot i just want to know what an unsensitive child is an insensitive child, an insen- like most children that I've come across, are usually pretty insensitive. To but be like fair. for themselves, you know, like children have a lot of feelings. Usually, yeah, no, I mean, children just tend to experience a lot of things like double. You know, we travel a lot, so we a lot my camper, so we do not need to add any fears onto that experience. Desensitized this book is not for us. That's the fair. opposite of a sensitive child is a desensitized one. Spoiler. A bear knocks the travel trailer, camper, into the river while they are sleeping in the bunks. Once in the river, they head down towards a waterfall and nearly go over. They do not get saved by the bear, but this would not happen. Oh, sorry. They do get saved (laughs) by the bear, but this would not happen in reality, and the kids know this. The book then 
with them camping in their backyard instead of traveling. So it enforces the idea of stay home and don't go camping. Honestly, I need a book like that. That's a, it sounds like a fun, great book. Um, I do remember the title scare everyone out of, of this ever book, going camping. which is Abe Lincoln's Hat or something about Abraham Lincoln's hat. Um, it's important. Okay. Scott Flower gave this four stars. The hole in Abe Lincoln's hat. Yeah. Nice mini blow avoids his death. Avoids his death. Gets right around that. Great book for K through first grade on President's Day. This mini biography focuses on how he kept his notes in his hat. The book does not mention details on the Civil War and it does not cover. It does it and does it cover his death. This is because the book is for little ones. Older children should, of course, cover more detail of those events. But but the most important thing, like kind of the baseline knowledge of Abe Lincoln that we should all kind of start our children <laughs> off with. Is about his notes in his hat. notes in his hat. Yeah. Four stars. I believe this one is a book about ants. It's okay. called Ants Everywhere. Oh, that maybe a picnic <laughs> where we live in the desert has a lot of ants this book helps the little ones understand some info on ants it presents it in a cute way asking the kids if they are like ants and ends with showing how we are not ants we are humans <laughs> and, very important education for our children help us know and now for my favorite review from scott flower this first line really got me four stars for a walk it in my pocket i think my copy is not edited <laughs> got one of those got one of those first edition dr Seuss's. <laughs> my book still reads that he wishes the creature on the sofa was not there so i assume i got a complete unedited copy what? overall I like how this book focused kids on changing initial sounds and thus enforces the concept of reading word families. No, he always wants the he wants the creature on the sofa gone. That's the premise. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is the complete unedited copy because she, they they know that my book still reads that he wishes the creature on the sofa was not there. So here's the one that really got me laughing. The line that really got me. However, mm -hmm. the facial expressions of the boy on the cover disturbed my son, and he drew all over the front of the book to block that image out. <laughs> and he did that without us ever having read the book. <laughs> oh, no, you're in the first 30 minutes of a horror movie, my guy. <laughs> My son you've got, you've got 30 minutes or else your son has got a demon inside him. <laughs> My son did not understand that the book would be silly and fun. He assumed from the front cover image that the book was sad and scary. He could not understand why his mommy would buy such a terrible book and he did not want to read it. So my suggestion is please change the front cover image to update slash change the emotion the book is sending. We want kids to see it's a fun book, not a scary one. My son loves the book now that we read it, but I cannot fix the damaged cover and did not appreciate the emotional issues we had to overcome because of it. Liberals trying to cancel Dr. <laughs> Seuss again. Anyway, uh, Dr. Seuss traumatized my son. Oh. Dr. Seuss traumatized my son. Oh my God. And that's not even, this is the thing, like, that's not even the most upsetting of, like, the Dr. Seuss things. 
Um, you know, Cat in the Hat must be like a really difficult book for children with like strict parents. Original Grinch is kind of terrifying to well, look yeah, at. Yeah, he's like black and white with red eyes. Yeah. They didn't make him green until the, the, the like, animated, animated movie. Feature, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. In general, like Dr. Seuss is probably one of the scarier sets of illustrations. Il- illustrators. Like Horton Hears a Who is like not very scary. Well, looking. yeah, unless you're a fucking elephant. Why would why why well I because of the dangers he goes through. Wouldn't it be way more scary for if you're a tiny person living on a dandelion? Kind of like how we are tiny people living on the the earth. <laughs> and now we're going to move to Mars. Just kidding. Um, all, all Mars talk these, these past two episodes. We got Mars on the brain. We do have Mars on the brain. Um, um, and anyway, that's what I have from Scott Flower. Do you want to take a gander at what what two categories do you think okay. Scott Flower is a top contributor in? Okay, baby. No. Nope. <laughs> um. Okay. But I would say follow follow the child vein. Okay. <laughs> follow the child's vein. Um, okay. So going up along the the arm of this kid. Um, following the blood vessels. Ch- children. Books. Yeah. Children's books. Okay, yeah, what other sense. category? Like outdoor recreation. Mm, no. No? Okay. Um, what about um, being bad at parenting, apparently? <laughs> self- <laughs> parent self-help. No. Um, the other category in which Scott Flower is a top contributor is coloring. Coloring. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, that makes sense because, you know, of the drawing all of the, <laughs> the drawing all of the doctors. Very um, artistic children. It, um, God, that that must be, though, like, and maybe it is, like, Imagine horror movies that like, have done so it. I'm so terrified that you, like, scribble all, like, how much yeah. damage this kid must have done in order to get into a book. Because, like, Dr. Seuss books usually are, like, made out of that, like, shiny cover, so. Could have been, like, a permanent marker. That's fair. Um, but, and maybe it is, like, horror movies that have done this, but I just can't imagine, like, you know, oh, hey, hey, Jamie, how's it going? And it's like, hi, mom. I drew on the cover. Um, why is the face blacked out? The eyes were scaring me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going to therapy now. See, I'm way less worried about the child and much more worried about the book. Like... (laughs) It'll be fine. It'll bounce back from this. No, 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 no. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, in a horror movie scenario where the child is like, the the eyes in this book scared me. Mm -hmm. I'm worried that Scott Flower has purchased a haunted copy of A Walk It in My Pocket. 100%, 100%. But that means the kid's about to get possessed. I don't think the kid's going to get possessed, though. I. Have you not seen any horror movie with any child in it ever once? And children don't always get possessed in the ch- the horror movies. That's true. Sometimes they're just victims. Yeah. Sometimes they're just... Sometimes you're just a victim. Sometimes you're just emotion fodder. Um, Listen, we didn't get through the melodramas in order to not have pathos for children being <laughs> To not martyred. have innocent people die. Um... 
Uh, anyway, so I think that's the end of our episode. So we, we should say thank you. We always end on the best energies. We, we do great. Um, so thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> thank you to Rogue Media Network for hosting us and, and Mike Hamilton for producing our work. Um, and uh, thank you to They Might Be Giants mm-hmm. um, for letting us use their song Don't Let Start as the intro and outro uh, for every episode. Uh, the Tumblr post that you made after I asked you saying that I could. It, it's legally binding. Um, please I had it notarized. <laughs> drop us a <laughs> you uh, can't review say I didn't. on iTunes or Stitcher. like yell at us via twitter or instagram that would be accessible go too. on to google and just say like i like buy the cover at, podcast in the search you, bar it'll yeah, help you can, get the you can seo find going our, uh, stuff at, at by the cover underscore pod um on both of those those platforms twitter and instagram that i just listed uh is there anything else we got to do before we get to the hogue i all i want is to read this hogue now okay it's great all... it's it's all consuming the need um okay uh well i have been becca and i've been josie it's been by the cover a podcast and here here we go from page 58 of the drug book edition of tammy hogue's dark horse finally the evil horse is going to get revealed. yes and we were i believe we're revealing our villain i don't know if i've read his name yet van zant made a growling sound in his throat but pretended to not be a horse <laughs> growling sound <laughs> not a horse i'm a person i'm a person it's true <laughs> it's all in the book it's all right there it's all right there in black and white uh, now my right <laughs> This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.